0: And and we came to the conclusion that one thing we can do is make sure we are on solid financial grounds. Reverend and Dr.
1: Nurse have paid off over $120,000 in debt. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond.
0: And now, here's your host...
1: Blair Durham. Welcome back, it's the 114th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Very excited now to welcome Mr. Caden Nurse to the show. He is passionate in the area of personal finances. He led many workshops and given giving speeches to students, businesses, and congregations in the areas of financial literacy debt elimination, retirement planning and legacy planning. Reverend Caden delivers his messages with services offered through Urban Finance, a community-centered company founded by he and his wife Dr. Christina Nurse. Through their pursuit of financial freedom Reverend and Dr. Nurse have paid off over $120,000 in debt. They've built a six-figure net worth bought a home in the heart of Boston and are now coaching others to do the same. The couple is guided by the African proverb that says if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together. One of the things that has been a tremendous help to Reverend Caden and his wife throughout their journey to true financial freedom is the support of their community. Urban Finance is a way of offering a community for others who'd like to take the journey toward financial freedom. Welcome to the show Caden how are you?
0: Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks Blair for that wonderful introduction and I am doing well. It's, it's certainly a blessing to be here today and I'm thoroughly looking forward to this conversation and whatever little I can do here to give back.
1: Well, uh, I am excited to have you. You carry my youngest son's name. So <laughs> when I saw that I was like, Oh, thanks <laughs> on a on a personal note. Of course I share your passion for financial literacy, the work I do and in terms of business development. There is definitely, you know, that, that tie in, right? Um, so I kinda wanna hear about, you know, how you all kind of got on this path? How did you kind of realize, you know what, we need to give some focus and attention to this area?
0: So, one of the things, um, and I'll start here, from, it is interesting, because before, I now have a son as well, Caden Nurse Jr., nice. um, who is <laughs> uh, 10 months and gonna be you know one year in March. But even before having my son, I've always thought about Um, I've always seen things through the lens of a black man. And there are many, many disadvantages in America, some may say, to being black. And as I think about the type of life then that I wanted to have for my unborn child, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I put him in a position where he can be successful in life. And so for me, this whole journey about financial literacy has always been making sure to prepare a better path for those that are coming up after us. And so, and knowing that is part of my inspiration even before having a child, it, would, it allowed me to make some sacrifices necessary to get my, myself in shape. I honestly think if I was doing it just for myself, then I wouldn't have the shortness motivation If my wife and I was just doing it for our own enjoyment. There wouldn't be as as much motivation there. Don't get me wrong; I certainly enjoy the journey, and I love, I love teaching this, I love talking about it, and I love living it. But I certainly think that knowing that I'm making a better life for my son helps helps through the hard times. You know? Yeah, understanding. Um, yeah, I agree.
1: Something about having children definitely places things in the in the proper perspective. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, and so, wow, I mean, you've, you've expanded this to now a, I mean, I'm looking at your website, you offer packages for institutions that may be looking to teach financial literacy or doing financial coaching. Um, and what I've seen is that, you know, everybody kind of has... A, a model or a framework that they use when they are approaching financial literacy. Uh, can you share a little bit about kind of the way in which you teach it? What's your perspective on financial literacy and how do you deliver that to others?
0: Yeah, and so I would say when it comes to financial literacy, uh, I'm someone that's really big on the fundamentals. And so there are a lot of strategies in how to be successful with your finances. And I'm someone that doesn't believe that everyone needs to necessarily take the same path. I do think that there are a lot of paths to financial success, financial prosperity, and to become financially literate. Um, But I would say that I'm someone that believes in a lot of the fundamentals in achieving um, good finances. And some fundamentals that I believe in is paying off debt. You know, uh, like you mentioned um, previously, my wife and I, when we started off this journey, uh, we started off in the mindset of eliminating the debt that we had, uh, which was a series of debt from student loans, CARP, car loans, um, just even personal credit card debts that we had. And being honest, you know, um, I remember when I think my wife uh, was graduating school, I took her to a, uh, I took her to St. Lucia on a trip to St. Lucia, but I took her to St. Lucia on a credit card, you know, (laughs) you know, and so it was that idea of, you know, um, still enjoying life, but there was a point when we started to think not just about our enjoyment, about what, what a bright future would look like for us and what type of future we wanted for ourselves. And one of the things that we're super passionate about is giving, we love giving, both like giving financially to organizations and institutions that we think that are doing a good job, but also giving to families that may be in need. Um, And we asked ourselves, what's one way we can really put ourselves in a strong position to do what we love? And that's give. And and we came to the conclusion that one thing we can do is make sure we are on solid financial grounds. And the first step for for that for us was paying off our debt. And so even, even now, one of the things that we're pursuing is financial freedom. And for us, financial freedom means having enough money uh, to support whatever our financial our basic financial needs. Um, and that would allow us to continuously be able to do the things that we love. So we never wanted to be we don't want to be in a position 10, 20 years from now, where we feel like we're working because we need to earn an income, but we're yeah. working in the in the areas of our passion and our desire. And that is making sure we're in a position, a strong financial position where we don't necessarily have to think too much about is our family going to be it provided for while we're doing those things. And so... Well, I want know. to
1: get some clarity from you there. So I'm crystal clear on the concept of debt uh, debt elimination, right? But mm-hmm. so then you talk about amassing enough money to cover your expenses, right? Now, are we talking about... so? So what's the strategy... and and the thought behind that is it that we want to have um 10 years worth of expenses covered or or what's when you're teaching others what's that that target number that that they're either saving toward
0: or investing toward or what what is that awesome um so I'll, i'll start with others i always tell people your financial goals should be based around your life goals and that's really where most people should start that's what gives the people honest give a lot of people the motivation in order to reach their financial goals so you know i love talking to people about dreaming what do you want your life to live look like 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, um, and using that as a, as a catalyst to set your financial goals. And I say that to say that an individual financial goals, when I'm working them, will be based on what their dreams are, not my dreams, but but going into um, what I would personally need um, has to do with my family dreams of what our financial goals are. Okay. And so to put into into perspective in terms of, um, quantifications like numbers, actual hard dollars mm-hmm. it takes us right now and i'm I'm usually really transparent with my finances Good. and our numbers yeah. um, it right now you know we live in the city of Boston and our mortgage is over two thousand dollars a month right And then we have about another two thousand dollars of expense about uh, in addition to our mortgage. Okay. And so on a on a base need, it, it takes us about $4,000 a month to sustain our lifestyle. Got it. Okay. You know, that's not including what we're saving and stuff, but it takes us $4,000, um, about, it could be 4000 it could be a little more, it could be less, uh, but basically about $4,000 really four a month, you know, to sustain our lifestyle. Got it. And so um, the question then becomes, how much passive income Income do we need in order to sustain our lifestyle now but also to make sure whenever we retire we have enough money in retirement to sustain that type of lifestyle as well got it and then and then what's the fastest way to get to that to make that happen and so to make that happen mm-hmm. and so for us the fastest way to make that happen was to first eliminate a bunch of that so for the example business. if so, for example, if we still had the credit cards, the car debt, it would probably, and all the up student loan debt, it would probably be about close to six thousand dollars to sustain our living. Got
1: it. So you're but able from that, like that that
0: monthly number simply by, by focusing actually on eliminating eliminating it. debt. Got it. And then now, after we pay off our home, it will take us less than two thousand dollars to sustain our living. And got so, it. so those 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 are that's a significant different amount uh, of money that we'll be able need in order to live a very comfortable life. And so, to put it into perspective, at that point, if we wanted, uh, we can probably work on minimum wage, even just one of us, and have a comfortable lifestyle where we still take trips and stuff like that. Uh, Because... We have so little debt or so little our expenses are so low and i also have a youtube channel called urban finance in 10 years i will be able to sustain um our, our our lifestyle even traveling and things like that just based on income from a relatively passive source it's not super passive but it's relatively passive and so that ideology of how do you eliminate your expenses to bring it in line with what you can do passively. Um, we also plan to, you know, um, my, my YouTube channel is urbanfinance.com or YouTube.com batch up urbanfinance. And one of our short term goals is to get to $1 million uh, by the age of 40. I'm currently 30 years old. And so that, we are already on. Track. How old? I'm, I'm 30 years old. 30. Wow.
1: Okay. All right. So your goal is to amass $1 million in the next 10 years.
0: In the next 10 years. Well, we currently have, uh, in total assets, over $250,000, and in liquid assets, you know, close to $200,000. And our goal for this year is to amass another uh, $100,000 in liquid assets. So, you know, uh, when you look at the numbers like that, it's not it's, its not that hard. We don't know what the future holds, though. You know, uh, right, right. this year may be a good year. Next year may not be. Never. Um, and, and so, but two points I'll make there is one point, because of our age and the number of the amount of money we have already matched, just based on compound interest, if we never add a dollar, we will retire multimillionaires. And we already have enough money for retirement now, as long as the market continues to increase on the rate that it has
1: historically. Got it. And, All right. So let's, and, I think now we may have enough pieces to answer the question I asked before, which was how many years of expenses is that kind of target number that we should be looking to amass? Or is
0: it just, I mean, I think as a starting number. Yeah. Okay. So I think minimally for, for uh, and it depends on the age. Minimally, I would say 10 years of expenses, uh, minimally. For retirement, for the average person, if you, if you want to look to retirement, that's 20 to 25 years of expenses. And then, obviously, above that depends on um, what type of, what do you want your life to look like. How often do you want to travel? How much do you want to give? And so one of the reasons why our our plans seem so aggressive um, sometimes is because we're passionate about giving, and we want to make sure while we're living this free financial life, we're also able to give freely, and so that has a lot to do with why, you know, even why we may make a little bit of sacrifice now in order to amass a huge amount of wealth um, in, a, in a relatively short period of time. Yeah. Does that answer the question?
1: It does. It does. Yep. And so were you going to get into talking some strategies beyond debt elimination um, now that you kind of have talked about the goal that you set and why you set it and your progress toward that goal? Yeah. Got just a couple so you probably have, let me be completely transparent. We probably have two minutes. (laughs) But if you want to give us just one more piece, go right
0: ahead. In terms of accumulating wealth, I think um, the simplest strategy, to be honest, and and it's very fundamental things. Like I said, I I focus on the fundamentals. Um, Investing in the S&P 500 as early as possible and allowing that to use compound interest to build massive wealth. Now, I do invest in single stocks, but, you know, I always tell people right now less than 5% of my results is in single stocks. So I, I'm a believer in the S&P 500. Um, and then the second part of that is always looking for a side hustle that you're passionate about. Um, and because I do believe that people that are able to increase their income significantly are people that usually, for um, side hustles are usually doing something they're seriously passionate about. And then they start off not making much money, but because of that passion, you're usually able to significantly grow that side income. And so those are the two two things that I'll say in this two minutes that we have. Um, um, use the power of compound interest and time and work on a side hustle for yourself, whatever that is, especially if you're not in the six-figure income category.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good point. For a lot of us, you know, we have our, our side hustles, but that's our that's our shopping money, right? And that's, that's these yeah. kind, of kind of where it goes. Well, we are out of time. Kate and I have enjoyed our conversation and certainly look forward to having you back in the future to talk more about financial literacy strategy for building wealth.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Blair. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me again look forward to any future conversations.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great stay on the journey, man. You're going to make it happen. And also, <laughs> a huge thank you to our first guest, Sonya Howard, and the Action Coach franchise, and to our sponsors, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, Milestone Mental Health Agency, and the COO team. And again, thank you, Caden Nurse, for sharing your knowledge of financial literacy, literacy,
0: this show is brought to you by positive vibes incorporated our consulting services we do credit fixes tax resolution we lend private money to real estate investors and we do debt consolidations basically we put money in your pocket when you need money We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177.
1: Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party.
0: Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, Black Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, Black, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, Black, when I say black, you say Wall Street, Black. black. Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street.